And now, the starting lineup for your JMB Sports Podcast for Kids. He puts the J in JMB, hailing from the Washington, D.C. area. When he's not on the baseball field, he's behind the mic. Shades! Hailing from Georgia, he may be little brother, but when it comes to sports, he's got some big knowledge. Matthew! He's a big brother, soccer player extraordinaire, also hailing from Georgia, Benjamin! Ladies and gentlemen, your JMB Sports Podcast for Kids starts now. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. And I'm Ben. Thanks for tuning into our show. On this episode, we'll go over the latest sports news, break down what you might have missed, and highlight what's going on off the field of sports. All this coming up on the JMB Sports Podcast for Kids. Okay, so in the MLB, have you been watching the MLB lately? Yeah, we've been watching a lot it's about been, it. It's been really entertaining. Yeah, I really like how Ellie De La Cruz has been a breakout rookie this year. He already yeah. cycle and it's like first month of playing. Yeah, I mean, that oh, is gosh. insane. Like two weeks into his career in the MLB, he already hit a cycle. And he was like the first Reds player to hit a cycle since like 1980 something. And I think it was the right idea to call him up. Definitely. Also, in his second game, he um, broke their season. Oh, yeah, he broke the a hardest hit ball. Yeah, he hit the hardest game. hit ball in the Cincinnati Reds. Absolute bomb. On his second game in his career. I mean, and he's got the wheels. He's, like, running. Yeah, nine stolen bases. Already. He's got all the tools he needs. He can hit. He can... He can steal. He's got wheels. The, the fielding is kind of there. That's probably the only real. Like, his arm strength is really good, so he can fire it across the diamond pretty quickly. I mean, at 20 years or 21 years old? Is it 20 or 21? Whatever it is, super young, and he's already got really great talent. Definitely. I think he could run the league, be one like Aaron Judge in a matter of years. Um, yeah, speaking of talent, um, actually, this past weekend, uh, or two weekends ago, I visited Cooperstown and went to the Baseball Hall of Fame. That's and cool. Really great atmosphere there. It was all baseball, the whole town. Like, all the stores were baseball-themed. It was just great. Yeah, that seems awesome. Uh, that sounds really fun. Yeah, it was really, it was a lot of fun there. We got to like see all the plaques inside the Hall of Fame. It was really fun there to see all the Hall of Famers. Yeah, and that sounds like just a cool town to visit, all MLB themed. Yeah, definitely. Um, the All Star Game is coming up. Yep, and mm-hmm. as we know, the Rangers have four players in. The yeah, they have four artists. players artists. starting in their in the AL lineup, which is just absurd that that many players on the Rangers have made the All Star yeah, starting lineup. Been dominant this year. 
And that they all West. And then you also have other prospects like Jackson. Like you also have other prospects like Jackson Holiday, Jackson Cheerio, Marcelo Myers, Ellie De La Cruz, and James Wood round out the top five prospects in the MLB. Yeah, and Ellie De La Cruz. There's some talk about him being in the home run derby, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be pretty crazy. Only has three home runs, but they've been bombs. And he and they, he's only played two weeks to have three bombs, so yeah, so that's good. James Wood in Double A for the Nationals could be a good outfield prospect coming soon. He just got called up from Class A to Double A this year. And he yeah. looks good. Jackson Holiday. I really like Jackson Holiday. I love the way he plays. He just has a winning mentality. Yeah, I really like Jackson Holiday. A um, couple other guys like Marcelo Mayer for the Boston Red Sox. I believe. I can't remember. It's one of the. I think it's double or triple A, but he's doing pretty well. All these guys are just pretty good prospects, and that's why they're top five. Um, and then the MLB draft is, I believe, this week. So oh yeah, we're going to have to see. It's going to be an absolute crazy draft. This is a stacked draft. Who, who's going number one? Uh, Who do you think, Jacob? I got to go with Paul Skeens just because I feel like the Pirates need pitching mostly. They really just need pitching because Rich Hill is one of their best pitchers. He's like 43 years old, though. They just need younger pitchers now. Yeah. Paul Skeens, a great option for one of those. I mean, both of these guys dominated for LSU. Those are two guys that both had their rights to almost winning the Golden Spike. Dylan Cruz came up with it. And I'm going to go with Paul Skeens. I, same idea as you, the Pirates need it. But also, um, recent rumors are that Dylan Cruz will not sign with the Pirates, which leads me to believe that the Pirates will take their guy, Paul Skeens, and the Nationals at number two take Dylan Cruz. We've already heard from the Nationals' um, general, like, upstairs. They're taking whichever one falls to the next one. There's no other option. Those two are the only ones they're thinking of at number two. And I'm going to go with – I just have to go with Paul Skeens. If Dylan Cruz is going to refuse – to go to the Pirates, then I think it's going to have to happen. But for the Nats, I don't know if they really need to Cruz right now. Because Obviously, it, it would be nice to get Paul Skeens, but nice, either but one of these guys is going to end up being great but for both I do teams. feel like the Nats would, would kind of want Paul Skeens a little bit more, but with Dylan the way that Dylan Cruz is refusing to the Pirates, I think it's going to end up going with Dylan Cruz going to the Nats. 
And we talk, we talk about a loaded draft class. It's not just the top two. Yeah. There's guys like Florida's left fielder, Wyatt Langford. Wyatt Langford's a beast. Who's supposed to go number three, obviously, drafting. But never it's not always about the first round. Co- completely correct. But there's also guys like Wake Forest's Rhett Louder, who had an amazing game against LSU. Didn't come up with it, but for what he did, he didn't give up anything, really. Or even if you want to put Max Clark out of high school out in there, uh, he could work out, too. Yeah, definitely. It's really great draft class this year. Yes. All right, so I've been wanting to know. We got to do World Series predictions while it's still early enough in the year to not be cheating it out. Yeah. So... What do we think? All right, uh, Jacob, you can go first. Um, for the World Series predictions, I think the Reds are going to win the World Series this year. Or if not this year, at least next year, because they have such a young team. And even their minor leagues is still so good because they have Noel Marte in their minor leagues still at AAA. So they Wait, could come up this who are you year. Going this year. Wait, who are you going with for the World the Series? Reds. The Reds. The Reds? They have this, a, such a young team. That is a that is definitely a sleeper pick, and that really well, or that could not. I feel like it might have to wait a little bit of time just because they need a little more talent than just Ellie. But maybe Ellie's enough to carry a World Series. Yeah. And, but, ben, who are, and ben, who are you gonna go? I mean, there's been so many weird teams like the Rays the top of the league 54 wins I don't know the current but that was what I last saw that I really like a bunch of these teams but I think the Orioles I mean they just have such an amazing same thing as the Reds they got a young talent roster and I think they just keep going up they are Second in the AL, obviously most people are going to choose the Braves, but I think the O's could be another sleeper pick that comes in and wins a World Series. And for me, I'm going to go like, I just have to go with this because this team is one of the teams that you would not expect to do this well, but they are first in the AL West with a record of 50-33. and I'm going with the to win the World Series this year. Yeah, smart choice. They're dominating. Smart this year. choice. They we've saw we've already talked about four All Stars. That could the Rangers. This is gonna be a fun World Series. Or this is gonna be a fun MLB season. Definitely. I'm excited for what's to come. All right. I'm gonna, let's talk about the NBA. There's been a lot going on this offseason already, including the free agency. There's some talk about some trades, but we basically know one of them's going to happen. Damian Lillard to the Heat? That is looking very likely. We just don't know how much the Miami Heat are willing for Dame. Now you have Kristaps Sporzingas in Boston. That's another one. That was a huge three-way trade. And then you got Chris Wait, Matt. That was a crazy three-way trade. 
Who do you think won that trade? Um, I go Celtics. I think the Celtics did win it. I definitely think the Memphis Grizzlies lost out on the most. But I think because they were giving away first round picks and their backup point guard who would have to play twenty the first twenty five games of the season. The Wizards is a great fit. Huh? I feel like Porzingis is a great fit for the Celtics because their power forward was Al Horford and he's just so old. He um, yeah. they need a new player now. He was good. And I feel like there was a couple things that roughed up the Celtics. Robert Williams being injured. Yeah, definitely. Oh, but the Grizzlies didn't completely lose out in general. They lost out on that trade, but they ended up trading for Derek or signing Derek Rose, who is again oh, not yeah. great, but pretty old. But Derek or if John Morant's not playing the first twenty-five games of the season, you got to get someone playing. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a veteran like Rose. Yeah. Oh, I I also think that Derek Rose was the 2011 MVP. Yeah, or something like that. I mean, he used to be one of the best point guards in basketball for a while, and then the injury. We all know it called the injury. It was just that was where Derek Rose he injured himself and he never came out the same. So before that one or through the year and. Nice combo. Um, but let's get into the free agency signings, Jacob. Yeah, so free agency signings, as you know, Fred Van Vliet, he signed a three-year, a hundred and thirty million deal, dollar deal, and to be on the Raptors. But yeah, he's gone. So really, that's a big trade. He's traded to the Rockets. I feel like there because Fred Van Vliet was a big part of the um, Raptors offense and I don't know who they're going to use now. And you have DeMontis Sabonis five year $217 million contract. And I believe yesterday Dylan Brooks was officially signed by the Houston Rockets also so the Houston Rockets agency signings. Maybe they're trying to somewhat get back to the glory days with James Harden, as they've got a bunch of good talent. Eamon Thompson could be a beast. I mean, that's going to be just a very awkward team, but maybe that's the playoff push they need. Yeah, speaking of Eamon Thompson, I actually went to the NBA draft, saw him get picked live, actually. It was a great experience. Yeah. In Brooklyn? Yes. Nice. Was it fun? Yeah, seeing Victor Wembanyama, Brandon Miller, Scoot Henderson, the Thompson brothers, all of them drafted was great. Good seats? Yeah. Nice. Was it fun seeing Victor Wembanyama go first and be a, and take on the hat or the uh, the Spurs hat? Was it nice seeing that? Yeah, Wembanyama, he's so tall at seven. I, yeah. yeah. I think you, everyone's scared of him. I mean, you you say he's tall and all, but once you see him like actually in real life in person, he just looks that much taller. 
Yeah, he does, really. I saw him mm-hmm. signing autographs before the draft. And, nice. And that's, that's a good pick. You're getting a, uh, a guy who he, 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 has the, he has the potential to be, well, I would say, one of the best players you'll have in just like a year or two. We heard on SportsCenter, KD scared for the league of Victor. I mean, it's going to be a – it's going to be a rough road being on the Spurs, not an amazing team, but I think Wemby could immediately be that guy yeah. for I the think, I think Spurs. That, I think that Wembenyama has the potential to just take like a year or two, and then he's going to be like the league leader in pull forward, uh, assist. He's just going to be the guy that you want. and Everyone's going to be looking at, for a trade to find him. I don't think the Spurs are going to give him up because this is one of the picks that they needed. All right, so now heading into the NHL, obviously the draft was just a week or two ago. And, I mean, this was another amazingly loaded draft. There was guys all over that were falling, that went. But we got to talk about Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. I mean, Connor Bedard at 17 years old. Think about that for a second. 17. And he's going to be probably their second line starting center. Might even, by the end of the season, be their number one starting center. And that is just absurd to me that he's good enough to be the number one pick and probably start on a Blackhawks team that I know isn't great, but any NHL team has to have some type of talent. And Bedard is going to be one of the most scary people I've ever seen. He's got everything you need to be a great player. Yeah. And and do you think that Zach Benson is going to add on to a future Sabres dynasty? Um, yeah. I mean, he's... The Sabres are really building a very young core that we've seen over the years. Ramses Dahlin going to them at 22, a defender who's getting paired with Owen Power, a 19-year-old really good player. I mean, they've got loads of talent. Tage Thompson... They've got the guys. It just depends on how well they can develop these guys. And Zach Benson, no, he's not a big pick or anything, yeah. not the spotlight like Connor Bedard, but he's a guy that could just add on to a dynasty and ball below. Yeah, but he's got some Sabres. I think that he has what it takes to make the Sabres team eventually, obviously not this year Maybe it'll be a next couple of years that it takes. Because, you know, rebuilds don't normally happen in just a year or two. It takes but this isn't a rebuilding Buffalo team. But this is adding on because this is a future team that might run the league. you got to think of that. And I'm thinking that the Sabres might have it in two years. They might have the Stanley Cup. So talking about gems and busts in the NHL, who do you think could be – a potential gem. I know Connor Bedard. I know, yes. but anybody else, Jacob? Do you think? Um, yeah, maybe like probably 
second pick in the NHL draft. Um, New York Carlson's probably going to be pretty good. Just yeah. second Leo. Oh, I know. I've, I know a gem in Adam Fantilli yeah. from Michigan. He was amazing in college. Un- that William Smith can do it for the San Jose Sharks at number four in the draft. I think that was Will Smith is okay. I think that was a little bit of a reach in my opinion, but San Jose is awful right now. The fact that they didn't get the number one pick surprises me, but the Sharks, again, awful team. They'll be a rebuilding team, but they could be a team eventually. I don't think that the Caps had the best pick. Uh, You're picking the right wing, uh, Ryan Leonard, but on Team USA U18, I don't think that that was the best pick. And I think I don't that they think... could have done better, but Matt Ka- Matt Ka- Matt Vay um, Michkov went before them. Yeah, and yeah, as we know, um, the Women's World Cup starts in a few weeks in Australia and New Zealand. Oh yeah, who do you guys think is gonna win, or at least do well in this? <laughs> USA. I mean, I gotta go there's, USA. There's no Four-time way. defending champs possibility. That just sounds it, sweet. Sweet. It's gonna be USA all the way because there's like there's no way that Alex Morgan and Megan Rapinoe are gonna get stopped when they've all they've led USA almost every time. But when you're adding Trinity Rodman onto the yeah, line, that's gonna that's gonna help out because Trinity Rodman. Obviously, Trinity Rodman wasn't supposed to be on the team, but, but because Chicago Fires, Chicago person, Red Stars, I mean Chicago Red Stars, uh, best. Player, she got injured. Uh, Swanson, what's her? Mallory Swanson, M- Mallory Swanson's wife. Uh, obviously gets injured, injured, and, and Trinity Rodman will replace her. But I do Trinity, not think that that's a bad move at all. Trinity, Trinity has takes. been insane for the Washington Spirit. Well, Four we, times in a row, USA all the way. <laughs> yeah, USA. <laughs> All right, I'm, let's let's start talking about the NLS. There's been a lot going on that I think there could be much more for a lot of teams that haven't had the best year so far. But when you're talking about the newest team in the league, that they've now they this is their first year as a franchise, St. Louis FC. They're the number one team in the NLS. Yeah, and I do believe St. Louis. That, that's going to do a big thing when you're talking about one of the newest with well, the newest team. You, you're doing the best. You're doing better than LAFC. You're beating them by three points. You still are beating them. And you're also, well, you might be losing to Cincinnati in the run, but Cincinnati FC also has what it takes. The Cincinnati FC has... A bit of a really good, like a stack. They've team. started to play well. Obviously, Luciano, losing to DC three nothing the other game, but they still have been dominant. I would say their best player, which is the most obvious thing, if you're if you're a Cincinnati fan or just an MLS fan, Luciano Acosta. He's been there every single game, and FC Cincinnati's looking. So go for the MLS Cup as they're right now 
I'm pretty sure without without any doubt that they're going on for the MLS class. We'll see. They're probably going to make the playoffs. I I have a question. I know you guys have both said St. Louis, but my guy or my team, it's LAFC. I mean, they haven't been the best this year, but they're still better than you could imagine. I mean, they have a team that really just is it's not really good. It's, it's, I know you both went yeah. with the best team in the league, but LAFC right behind them, two wins underneath. Obviously, I, they haven't played as many games. But of course, or they've played as many games. When you're Sorry. talking about a really good goalkeeper for one of the new teams in St. Louis City, you got Roman Berkey at goalkeeper. Yeah. I think that this is going to be a really good team of St. Louis City for many more years throughout their franchise. And I think that they're going for the MLS Cup. It's so going to be a fun MLS Cup. Home. Yeah, and then also the MLS All-Star Game is in a couple of weeks. Too. In Audi Field. It's in Audi Field. Of course, the MLS All-Stars versus the Arsenal team that was one of the best or was the best team in the Premier League for basically all year. In the end, Man City comes up with the Premier League and the and they would end up winning the UEFA. But Arsenal was still there and we'll see if Arsenal is gonna play well after but then, losing the Premier League. But then you want to get on to our NWSL? Yeah, so in the NWSL, I mean, it's it's going to happen, in my opinion. The Washington Spirit, they have been a team. And yeah. Trinity Rodman, we talked about her making the, All- or the um, World Cup team. I think this is a Trinity Rodman that's just – here to win and i think a back-to-back title would be sweet in washington yeah it was really really cool to see trinity robin live actually watching her play she just she really hustles a lot just a great player for a bit with a winning mentality and very young yeah but here's some big scores from yesterday around the NWSL. Not a lot of them, but just three main ones. The OL Reign will, t- will draw with the Racing Louisville 2-2. The Chicago Red Stars will de- defeat Alex Morgan in the San Diego Wave 1-0. That's a big one. And then you got Orlando Pride winning 3-0 to the Washington Spirit. Yeah, the Spirit the didn't show up. Nobody San Diego up. didn't show up. Louisville didn't play as well as they could have. I mean, this time around, it was just, it was a weird place to be. Obviously, as, or Racing Louisville's not doing well, but San Diego Wave and the um, Washington Spirit to, really good teams four and six right now but or the number four team and the number six team both would make the playoffs as of right now but north carolina obviously top of the league 26 points they are looking good 
but this could be a really cool place. Oh, well, Rain, tying was not that good as they're the number three team, and they tied with the eighth seed, which is not great for the three seed. But let's head on to J-Hope. Yeah. We have to go to the WNBA. And so, yeah, WNBA, the, um, the year started um, a couple months ago. And the Aces really off to a hot start. But do you think this is the year that the Mystics will be able to win, win it all? You're talking about – well, here's one thing I have to say. When you were winning 13 and nothing to the New York Liberty, I don't think that it's the best. But you're going to lose in overtime to the New York Liberty. Yeah, but you got to think they lost their starting center yes. in, um, what's her name? Kara Watkins? No, our starting. Shakira Austin. Shakira Austin. Shakira Austin. Last year, our number, our, our number one pick in the first, or our first round pick. Obviously, as Mystics fans, I've liked what I've seen so far. This is going to be a tough race. Oh, obviously, the Liberty and the Aces coming out as the two super teams. The Aces at fifteen one is just oh, 15 and one is just what insane. Say. Yeah, fifteen and one, the most dominant team by far. I'm not. I'm not going to be like biased to the Mystics. Like we're fans for them. But they're doing, I would say, they're going to make the playoffs right now. And then you also got... Say, yes, they're going to yeah, make the playoffs. They are going to make the playoffs right now. And Phoenix is disappointing. And it could be the end of the Diana Taurasi era. Era. Um, it's that been an amazing era. It's been an amazing career for Diana Taurasi. But <coughs> I feel like... It might be coming to an end. I mean, at three and twelve, the worst team in WNBA, and they were supposed to be a good team with Brittany Griner coming back and all, but they just have not played well. And some sleeper picks could be the Mystics and the Sun, two of the better teams in the league that just haven't been called super teams yet. All right, now I'm gonna get into the MLW. You might not know what this is. It's a great sport I've been watching. It's called the MLW. It's also the Major League Wiffle Ball. Um, I'm going to talk to you about the rules real quick. You can only have three people on the field at a time, including, well, you can't have baseman on, but you only can have a pitcher and two outfield players. And then you also are going to have, well, let's talk about the league owners, which are Kyle Schultz and Tommy Cole. Coughlin the third, also known as TC3. The maximum pitch speed that you can throw. I know it sounds crazy, but they actually throw 74 miles per hour for a wiffle ball. That is yeah. that's insane. insane. That's insane. If you watch them, you're going to see like, and they these are these crazy are pitches. This isn't like just an average pitch. This is like them throwing it. It curving from out that way coming in you and curving all the way down to the bottom of the strike. And why do, why do you think it's the major leagues? <laughs> They're just insane. And there's like smaller leagues that lead up. There's an MLW draft, and so. But let's go on. Um, some of the best players in in the league include Kyle Schultz, who is also one of the league owners. Jimmy Norp, also known as the Norpedo. He 
He's right now is the best player in the league playing for the downtown Diamondbacks. Which the downtown Diamondbacks are also doing well. Then you got Brendan Baranowski, who's going to do better throughout the years, but he's doing good this year. And um, he had a brother just get drafted this year into the league, so um, playing against his brother is fun. You got Tommy Coughlin the third, also known as TC3. He's also a league owner. You got Jordan Robles, RJ Walgate, almost definitely Rookie of the Year. I mean, he has been absurd for the Metro Magic, my team, the Metro Magic. <laughs> then you got Grant Miller, who's another, another possible Rookie of the Year. And he also, also plays for the, for the Metro Magic. So two first-round picks in the MLW draft but Grant, end but this up Grant Miller, are both playing yeah, really well. This Grant Miller was the number one overall pick. Then you Obviously, R.J. Walgate later in the draft, but, but then ended got, up being better so far. Then you got Trey Floyd coming in. He's from the downtown Diamondbacks. Ryan Kratt, Chris Cheatham. Wait, Ryan Kratt, pitcher for the Pacific, Pacific Predators. Predators. And then Chris Cheatham from the Great Lakes Gators. Now let's go to the downtown Diamondbacks are also the best team. And they're not the best they're team. They're tied for the best team tied in the league. the best team in the league. Three. Two, one, joke time! Alright, why does the pitcher raise one leg when he throws the ball? Why? Because if he raises both legs, he'll fall down. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, happy birthday to Alex Morgan, Troy Brown, Antonio Brown, Goose Gossage, Damian Lord, Ray Allen, Carl Malone, LaMarcus Aldridge, Alex Rodriguez, and many more. For the month of July. Yes. Yeah. For the month of July. And Alex Morgan and Troy Brown are today. Uh, but let's go to Jacob. Okay, for some off-the-field news, um, I've been playing a lot of MLB The Show lately, and I've been really enjoying the um, new storyline mode where you can play the, um, as eight players in the Negro League, all the Negro League legends, which is basically really cool because you can play before um, – like, Jack Robinson broke the color barrier, and you can see yeah. it, like to play as, like, Satchel Paige, other great legends in the Negro League. It's really cool. That nice. sounds amazing. Yeah. And then um, I also watched this um, movie called Shooting Stars, and it's about LeBron's story in high school with his three other friends and just dominating high school sports. It's on Peacock. LeBron produced the movie. Nice. Really great movie. Yes. Recommend watching it. Alright. And then another show I've been watching is The Crossover. I, I've watched We've that. Watched I've watched it. that. I showed my brother about it. He hasn't it's watched really enough about it, but, but it's been pretty good. He he was he's in high school and he um he's going to play he plays basketball but he's like in a slump in the first couple episodes. He's in a slump and he wants to get back, but his brother and him fight a lot. The mom and dad are always trying to stop him. The dad um, obviously went to the hospital, but there's been a lot going on so far. And it's a really good show. Yeah, and also based off the book Kwame Alexander, it's a really good book that I read, like the comic book version and the poem version. It's really good. That's really nice. Also, make sure to ask an adult before watching anything that we on the show. Yeah, you don't want to watch anything without it being appropriate. Yes. You want to make sure your parents know what you're watching. So, all, all right. right, that's all for today.
Special thanks to our parents and all of our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Please stay safe and healthy.